Hello and welcome. I'm Manali Hirani, your host and creator of Fertility Education, shortly named as Fertility Ed. I launched this podcast with a mission, which is to educate people and share my knowledge about the subject of fertility. And by doing this, I believe that it will empower women to make an informed decision of their sex life and future family planning. And I'm pretty excited to bring you my next episode of podcast. Just to introduce myself again, I am a certified embryologist, hypnotherapist, natural family planning practitioner and your fertility advisor. And I have had my presence in this field for over 10 years now. And I'm using this platform to share my knowledge, experience and empower you on your next step regarding fertility. I will be covering a range of topics through my podcast episode which will educate you further to understand your own body and this broad field. And if you're one of those who are suffering from infertility, I want to tell you that you're not alone in this journey. And as a fertility advisor, I will try my best to educate you so you can keep your fertility health up to the mark. So let's learn, empower, and inspire. Right then, here we go. Hello and welcome again to another episode. I hope you all are doing safe and healthy. Today, I'm going to talk about five uncommon things to do before conceiving. Are you thinking about getting pregnant? Have you started doing all your research? This new transition in your life can be overwhelming, but if you plan it, certainly your journey will be much smoother. Now that finally you and your partner have decided to take the plunge into parenthood, I'm sure you must have started doing all your prep, like embracing a healthy lifestyle, saying goodbye to birth control, and read every fertility blogs. and books out there to help you to boost your chances of getting pregnant you will come across many to do's and not to do list such as dietary stop smoking exercise of the list is long some of you might have taken all the necessary steps and must have been trying to get pregnant for a while now but nothing is happening and missing goal every month and the questions keep running into your mind that why are you not getting pregnant or what's wrong Well, there could be many possible reasons like ovulation irregularities, structural problems in reproductive systems, low sperm count or any other underlying medical problems. And even if all is well, most couples will take time. Therefore, the first thing to consider is how long have you been trying? It may feel like you have been trying forever and you never know, maybe you have. but it's important to know that many couples won't conceive right away about 80% of couple conceive after 6 months of trying and approximately 90% will be pregnant after 12 months of trying to get pregnant well doctors recommend that you see them about your fertility only if like you're 35 years or older and have been trying for at least 6 months or you're younger than 35 and have been trying for at least a year If either of these fits your situation then see a doctor even if you have no symptoms of a fertility problem that's what they recommend well i don't believe this i want that before you start your conception journey you should visit your doctor and rule out all possible reasons that could be hurdle in your pregnancy you do not need to wait before you see a doctor while infertility can have symptoms like irregular periods or severe menstrual cramps The truth is that most causes of infertility are silent and when it comes to male infertility they rarely show any symptoms there are much more things to be taken care from a medical point of view before you start conceiving 
So here are the top five uncommon reasons of not getting pregnant or things to consider before you start to conceive. And to be honest, there are many other reasons as well. But over here, like I've combined a couple of reasons and I've listed down the top five of them. Now, let's begin. Here is the list. Number one, medical health checkups and vaccinations. I recommend that you visit your practitioner for your medical checkup and disclose your intention of planning a pregnancy. Your doctor will review your personal and family medical history. You might have to get some tests done to ensure your present health and to know if any immunizations are required to avoid future complications. Like get your rubella vaccination. While it's always a good idea to have your immunity to both rubella, which is also called as German measles, and chickenpox checked before you start trying to conceive. Most adult women are immune to these two diseases. But if it turns out that you are not, it's time to roll up your sleeves. Both diseases can be devastating to your developing baby. Because even if you get contracted to one of these diseases during your pregnancy, like chickenpox, it can pose a significant health risk to your, to your pregnancy. Rubella can also seriously affect your unborn babies. It's a good idea to check that you are fully protected against rubella if you are planning to have a baby. So talk to your doctor about your vaccination history. Many preventable infections can cause miscarriage or birth defect. So make sure that your vaccinations are up to date. If you are not sure about your vaccination, a quick blood test will reveal whether you have been vaccinated against a certain disease such as rubella or not. If you need to be vaccinated with a live viral vaccine such as rubella, you should wait for a month after the vaccination before trying to conceive. This is a precaution as it's taught that your body needs time to get rid of the injected virus. So you may want to have a tetanus booster or if you're in a high risk of group of hepatitis B, you may want to consider being vaccinated against these diseases as well. So make sure that you talk to doctor about your vaccination history and get your other medical workup done if necessary. Now let's review your ongoing medication box, if any. Don't pop any medications in your mouth, like the prescriptions one or the over-counter one, without checking with your doctor to ensure that it's safe to use once you start trying to conceive. Because you never know that he may want to fiddle with your prescriptions medications a little bit, perhaps changing to a less harmful drugs or taking you off the medications altogether, for the foreseeable future. Also bear in mind that even natural herbal products can pose a significant risk to a developing baby, particularly since many of these products have not been tested on pregnant women. So it's important that you review if you're taking any other herbal products. That's all. Then our first point, I would uh, remind you to get your medical checkup done, your vaccination history are up to date, and you check your any ongoing medication. All of these can be done in a single appointment with your fertility doctor. Alright, I think uh, you don't need to, uh, you know, you don't need to visit a specialist fertility doctor. If you even visit your GP, you, I'm sure they will also give you a really good idea about it. Okay, let's move forward with our second point. Genetic screening. Now, genetic screening is something else that you might want to do before you and your partner move into the action phase of baby making and to find out what types of skeletons are swinging from your fertility tree. Certain types of birth defects and serious like even fatal diseases are genetic in origin. And it's possible that you and your partner may be carried for certain type of these inherited diseases. 
a genetist can help you to determine your odds of giving birth to a healthy baby and this is not common however some doctors might suggest you to consider genetic screening before you start planning to verify if you or your partner is a carrier for any other serious inherited illnesses it is a simple blood or saliva test just in case if both of you are carrier then there are high chances that your child might suffer in such case you can consult a genetic counselor to know your options now these were all about genes however it is also good to look into your dna like how good is your dna for a prospective dad the usual fertility workup is like includes sperm count volume concentration motility and morphology well even all well all of it also not reveals the entire picture problem is that those tests don't detect sperm dna damage this is what we consider an um, idiopathic infertility you know where the doctors have no clue why you're not pregnant yet so consult with your doctor about a test such as comet assay which measures the amount of dna damage in the individual sperm since this type of testing is still considered an experimental so many insurance company won't cover the cost because sometimes in the results when more than the 25% of dna is abnormal a fertility specialist usually recommend icsi icsi is intracytoplasmic sperm injection a procedure that involves selecting the healthy sperms and injecting it directly into the egg so in this one you will ask your doctor to look into your genetic screening and dna damage test for your man moving forward with the third one okay now this is a dental appointment my previous episode was all about the relation between dental health and fertility i've talked about all in detail so do listen to that episode however let me tell you a little bit about it over here not many women or not many of us are aware of the importance of your dental health in pregnancy and before pregnancy now looking after your oral health is crucial while you're trying to conceive and during the pregnancy as we undergo too many hormonal changes during that month during those 9 months these changes will make you more susceptible to the gum disease so if you have any previous disease like previous dental disease or any gum disease it's it's really important that you get it checked beforehand because high level of progesterone or estrogen can cause gums to react differently to the bacteria in plaques which are present in plaques resulting in a swollen tender gums that bleed when you brush or floss so look into your oral health right way before you start planning to conceive make sure that you uh, look look for the signs like if your gums bleed after the brush or are they red and swollen because periodontal disease or what we say is gum disease can delay a positive pregnancy test by 2 months or probably sometimes even more while women with healthy mouth took an average of 5 months to conceive those who have had periodontal disease took at least 7 or more months to conceive swollen gums deep pockets around the teeth breed bacteria which enter the bloodstream and trigger inflammation potentially reducing an embryo chances of implantation and to make matter worse gum disease in men is also linked to poor sperm quality therefore it is crucial for both of you to take care of your gums brush and floss regularly and get your dental checkups done and keep up the dental hygiene when you get pregnant because that same bacteria triggered inflammation is associated with miscarriage low birth rate and premature birth 
and to know more detail about it please listen to my previous episode so our third point was all about dental appointment moving forward to our fourth point which is optimizing your vaginal health vaginal dryness is more common than we may think in a study across 11 countries involving around 6500 women up to 18% of women aged between 18 to 34 years reported always or usually experiencing vaginal dryness now this might seem normal but it is not normal and in your ttc journey this can be worse because when you're trying to conceive there is a tendency to have lots of baby making sex and some of the most commonly available lubricants may be harmful to sperm so be sure to use a sperm friendly lubricant there are a couple of good brands out there that some might not be so well known but they are really good so you have to do your own research to find a sperm friendly lubricant over here so many girls makes this mistake of using olive oil or coconut oil as a lubricant please don't do that it will damage the sperm and will delay your chances of conceiving vaginal dryness is common but it shouldn't be treated as normal there has to be the reason for your dryness so get your hormonal test done thoroughly and if you have any abnormal vaginal discharge it is also worth speaking to your doctor beforehand because common vaginal infection such as bacterial vaginosis or thrush can be treated easily and make trying for a baby easier so two things here look into your cause of vaginal dryness and get treated for any infection if it's if it's there and let me remind you the cause of vaginal dryness could be as simple as not drinking enough water to as complicated as hormonal imbalance you just need to have a closer look and do your research and look for sperm friendly lubricant to use so this was our fourth step moving forward to our fifth one work hazards chemicals and toxicity well workplace exposure to lead mercury anesthetic gases or biological hazards pesticides herbicides radiations or other health hazards on the job all of these can affect a person's fertility and the health of their offspring and i have seen this is usual with females who are working in salons or beauty industry or in cleaning industry where they are constantly in touch with this um cleaning agents or toxic materials you know with with lots of chemicals chemicals so look into your workplace hazards now unfortunately other hormone altering chemicals such as pcb which we call as polychlorinated biphenyls and similar kind of pollutants linger in the body studies were found that a couple's odds of getting pregnant in any given month was decreased by about like 20% when the either of the couples blood tests was high level of pcbs and the traces of high level of pcbs were found or you know some of their related cousins chemical was found in their blood which persists in environment although um pcbs have been banned for decades now but their traces is still there and they are still but their traces are still there and they are equally harmful traces of pcbs are nearly everywhere but a major source of it the major source of it is animal fat but toxins can accumulate like a beef or fish they all they both contain pcbs but specifically beef heavy diets are associated with more abnormal sperms and the 35% lower count in concentrations and this difference could be because uh, in because fish are high in omega 3 fats which are on the other side they are sperm boosters 
but pcbs us they can damage these sperms and so if you eat like fish they might be high in pcb but just they are also good source of omega 3 fats it keeps the sperms in good quality however and so with beef it's not the same so i would recommend the best thing to do over here is to limit the exposure by cutting away the fat from meat or fish and eat fewer animal products overall well regardless of diet or exposure a delay doesn't mean it's only because of your diet well about 80% of couple conceive within a year of trying all i'm asking is just to try to limit your exposure towards chemical stop using plastics or household cleanings or wipes or fragranced beauty products try to go as organic as possible and as natural as possible look for your natural um, or organic beauty products basically try and get rid of toxic material out of your day to day life and make sure you bring these changes gradually in a way that it don't cause you like for the most stress as we don't want another stress factor coming up to delay your conce- conception chances while you while you're trying to solve the other one so yes this for your fifth steps where we are asking to look into your work hazards and try to limit and stay away from harmful chemicals and toxic products so yes these were some uncommon tips that one should follow before trying to conceive and actually why do i am saying uncommon because it should be common this all should be taken into account uh, while you're trying to conceive this is what we call preconception healthcare plan and oh i've talked a lot about that in my previous episodes all about preconception healthcare plan and what to do and what's the list and everything i've tried to make sure i've tried to, uh, to cover all the topics over there so these were some common tips and commentaries whatever you call it make it common if it's uncommon so that one should follow before trying to conceive along with that you might be knowing some some common tips such as like stopping contraceptions having sex at the right time taking folic acid eat healthy foods avoid certain foods stay fit and maintain a healthy body weight stop smoking or other drugs and no alcohol oof this uh the list is long and i have covered it all in my previous episode so please go there and listen so i hope this episode was helpful to you and hope you have learned something new today if you have then please do share this episode with your friends and family your one share can help many many of those silent sufferers also some of you were asking me if i have any facebook group to join well i do have uh, one i have just formed a facebook group named as for natural fertility and beyond where the conversation will all about fertility and the other one is period talk where we'll talk about all about periods and menstrual health so if you wish to join any of these groups i have posted a link in the show notes and all other helpful links also are also giving in the show notes like how to read this podcast how to contact a fertility advisor and our social media links do follow us on social media subscribe to our podcast rate this podcast write your review i love to hear them and go and follow us on facebook and instagram uh, if you wish to join always uh, you are welcome to join our facebook group because that will help me uh, to be in touch with all of you and uh, guide you your journey and guide you in your fertility journey and you'll be getting your daily dose of uh, tips and educational content over there which will be fun to read and yeah that's all i would love to hear your reviews so do write them and uh, also if you have any questions you can always dm and email us it's your love and support that 
helps me keep me going so please please do tell us how are we going i have been waiting for that so this is all i have for you today hope you enjoy it take home a fair bit of knowledge and thank you so much for listening i would highly appreciate if you can please leave your reviews feedback suggestions and questions if you have any i would love to hear from you so you can drop us an email on info@fertilityed.com you can also follow me on instagram facebook and youtube on the name of fertility ed i would urge you to share this knowledge among your friends and relatives be it girls or boys doesn't matter just spread the word and awareness and yeah don't forget to subscribe see you next time until then stay fertile stay healthy bye bye